Yeah, pull it into you we so you're comfortable. We are back at the Museum of Street Art opening. We are throwing it back. OG to last November sold magazine in the spray room podcast with our first guest back then. We didn't know what we were doing. We still don't know what we're doing. But our first guest knows what she's doing. Danielle Mastrian. Hello, Mama. How are you? We're having fun. Yay. Had some fun interviews so far. We kicked out some power cords. We you know, spilled some <laughs> sodas. We, you know, we're getting it on. Got it. So why weren't you on time, young lady? Major first thing to address, and I feel horrible for not repping for all the ladies up there. I heard that they needed more ladies up there. I am coming from Coney Island and got stuck in those New York days commuting hell. Sounds like a normal New York commute, unfortunately. I should have just been working on my house, but I figured at the time, rush hour was going to be crazy, but... So, I'm here now. <laughs> so tell You're us a little, just a little bit about the, you know, the project, your inclusion, why it was important. Absolutely. Alive do you, again. Do you yeah. miss the days of open air five points versus like a hot stairwell when you when you were working <laughs> on this one? It wasn't so bad. My staircase was pretty cool. You got lucky. Yeah, we heard, we heard yeah. some horror stories. Yeah, I, I luckily had really good ventilation and the air conditioning was on, and, or something was blowing. I don't know if it was the air conditioning, but what floor um, are you on? Uh, I was on the fourth floor. So yeah, so I was I was pretty low uh, during the heat wave, so I didn't really feel it too too much. Um, I actually had a really pleasant, great time painting. <laughs> I mean, I know I heard some of the stories of the upper floors too, but I mean that's the blood, sweat, and tears that it takes to get projects done. Whether we're painting in ninety degree weather on the streets or in a staircase, it's still what we do to get it done. Now, now, Five Points is the reason you got into aerosol painting to begin with, yes, right? Yes, it is. Because I was listening to your Mosa Bowery yes. video, and you went to Mayor's with your portfolio. With my sketch, yeah. And he, he liked it when he said you have to learn aerosol he art. He pretty much said I've seen to... your work. You know, I had painted yeah. with Martha Licia at the Artist Process, um, mm-hmm. uh, so, uh, kind of like a collaborative project she had at Five Points before, um, and I used bucket paint, and, you know, my the only large mural I had done before than was the Beastie Boys in the Centrifuge trailer and that also I had done with bucket paint so Mears was familiar with my work and he was familiar with my mural work he knew I could work on that scale but he said to me you know 
this is an aerosol institution, so, you know, your piece doesn't have to be 100% aerosol, but it really does have to, do you think you can do it? And I said, yes. And he gave me a shot, and he gave me a prime spot. And I remember him telling me, I'm giving you one of the best spots at street level. Don't mess this up. And, what? and no pressure. No pressure. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Yeah. But I didn't look at it as, like, pressure or, I mean, of course I was intimidated, but it really... Him saying those words to me really motivated me yeah. to learn and to study. Even though I didn't, I had like a few day window, everything I could about like using aerosol. And I said to myself, you know, I already know how to paint, so this is just learning a new medium. Mm-hmm. But it really, really pushed me to to kind of hone um, my aerosol skills, and I will forever be grateful for that. I, I say to this day, I would not be painting murals if it wouldn't have been for Mears and his words that day. Yeah. Can you basically paint anything that you can paint with with a regular paintbrush with an aerosol can? Um, I'm trying to. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I'm a fine art painter, and that's my yeah, background. Sure. So I want my walls to translate to the same as my canvases. So um, if I can replicate the same style. But I think that um, every medium, whether it's aerosol or you're using watercolor or you're using a pet, Every medium is its own thing, and people might be able to recognize your colors, or your forms, or your characters, but I think that, you know, it would be impossible to try to replicate brush with aerosol. Sure. So, so tell us about your part of the stairwell. So, my part of the stairwell, um, I didn't get a portrait, which I was actually very happy that Marie pushed me to... Um, do my cityscapes uh, on the wall because mm-hmm. um, most of my cityscape work is always on canvas. Mm-hmm. So I was really, really surprised and also thrilled that she didn't put me in the portrait category that she chose for me to do a cityscape. Um, and I wanted to do a cityscape of the Lower East Side and um, my connection to the Lower East Side since the whole collection is supposed to be a love letter to the Bowery and right. to the Lower East Side. Um, when my mother immigrated here in 1955, she lived in a tenement on East 8 between Avenue B and Avenue C. Right. They lived yeah. there for a few years, you know, while they saved money and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they bought a big house in Coney Island. So before my mother ever hit Coney Island, she was a Lower East Sider. And she calls herself a Lower East Sider, specifically sure. Alphabet City. Um, she yeah. grew up down the block from Tompkins Square Park. Um, so I actually went to uh, the Hall of Records in New York, oh. and I wanted to find her actual tenement, which has since been torn down. Like, we, mm-hmm. we walk down the block all the time, and it's just an empty lot now, so I wanted to actually find a photo of her tenement and paint her tenement, so it took me, like, a day of hardcore research, but I found one very grainy photo taken in, like, the 1930s, and I, and I colorized it on Photoshop, and that's what I painted, so I wanted to do a tribute to the tenements and to the immigrants, and my personal connection is that it's my mom's. Yeah. <laughs> so you use you use that that grainy photo as your as your yeah. reference for the wow. Yeah. So I had a really grainy um, black and white photo uh, that I colorized on Photoshop, and I kind of like I elaborated a little bit just because the photo was such low quality. So yeah. maybe it's not an exact replica, but it's my interpretation. Sure. And um. I actually printed out the colorized version that I did on Photoshop, and I gave it to my mom, and she has it framed now. So, oh, wow. <laughs> so I, I yeah. didn't see the whole thing, but I did see the laundry 
hanging, hanging yes. on the street. Yes. And that's what I also associate with Chinatown, is the laundry all of over course, the place. Of course, but I mean, Chinatown yeah. is filled with the tenements. And I always right. say Chinatown is kind of like the last of the immigrant neighborhoods. Yeah. If you want to see what it was like for the last mm-hmm. 150 years all over the Lower East Side, go to Chinatown. Yeah. And you will see like a very active, current immigrant community that's thriving, yeah. which is what the whole Lower East Side was. So the tenements, the clotheslines, like they're still around. You know, right. people think it's, like, so old school, but I'm like, no, it's still very much here, so that's why it was important for me to do that. But also, um, I know that they wanted to have some kind of, like, connection pieces between the floors, because mm-hmm. it is, like, a big continuous wraparound, and I was struggling to think, how am I going to connect buildings to, you know, what's on the upper floors, and then I just thought, like, the flowing lines connect the buildings, like, block by block by block, and that would right. be a perfect connector in the hallway. Cool. Let's take it to a different neighborhood. Okay. Uh, our listeners know Danielle is the queen of Coney Island. <laughs> yes, she is. Thank you very much. Now, the last year at Coney Island, you've gone big. Which one? The aquarium. Oh, yeah. Duh. Is that the biggest wall in Coney Island? Um, yes, I it think is. it is. I think that's the it biggest is. mural in Coney Island. It's Both bigger than any of the, the art walls. The Luna Park. The Luna Park one and the aquarium, one of the two biggest ones. The aquarium, I think, is about maybe 20 feet longer than the Luna Park one, but the Luna Park one is three stories tall. Or no, two stories tall. Where the aquarium is 15 feet high. So I almost kind of feel like both of them are the same square footage, one just a little longer. All right, let me do the math. Let me carry the 11 Yeah, they're about the same. (laughs) The New York Aquarium one, was that a fish? Was that the fish with a, with many colors? Oh, it was fish a that turned into garbage, which turned into a skeleton. Conservation <laughs> yeah. piece. Yeah, the, the, the conservation piece. that I, I hit all the scary stuff with bright colors. I love all those color gradients down yeah. So how are things going out there? What's the plan? Are you just, uh, you know, Actually, knocking I was on doors painting, every day? I was there painting today. That's one of the other reasons why Beautiful. I was a little late today as well. Um, I'm really grateful that Luna Park has kept me, or I've kept Luna Park as a client for the last few years, and they keep asking me to do things. Um, and I think they know that I've been getting really into sign painting. So, and I've done like a couple of other sign painting things in Coney Island, like here and there. So they hired me to do all their sign painting for their Halloween um, event that's going on for the next month. Beautiful. So I'm working on like all the signage for Luna Park. So I was down there today painting. So I'm still there. <laughs> so George C. Tillyu, but with a skeleton mask, stuff like that. Oh my God, that would be amazing. <laughs> there is a skeleton one, though. Actually, there there is a logo of him with a skeleton face that looks like the Misfits. Really? Yeah. Oh, I did see that with yeah. the hat and everything. Yeah, yeah the cool. habit of the freak show. Now, Joanna, when was the last time you were in Coney Island? When was the last time you were in Coney Island? Oh my gosh, not for over a year. Because okay. I, I drive from Westchester. Ah, uh, okay. So it's always a big slog to get there. The refresh of the Coney Art Worlds was okay last year. They didn't go as deep as they did. They let a lot they, of the ones ride. Yeah. They did a re- I, didn't, I don't think they repainted any of them this year. They're all right, the same. last year. Yeah, yeah they're, they're all the same it. ones from last year. Yeah. So I don't, know what, I don't know what the plan is with that. I don't know. But I've never painted at the Art Worlds, so I don't know anything. You go bigger than that. You don't need an Art wall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the sideshow. You're the main event. So Danielle, what's coming up? What uh, what are you working on uh, now-ish? Um, I actually have a lot of projects uh, going on. I'm um, this weekend. I'm doing uh, an event called the Inspire Change Festival in First Street Park on Houston uh, between Second and First Ave, um, and it's a collaborative mural project. So with the Centrifuge guys. 
The what? With the centrifuge guys? John Neville uh, and them? John, I know, helped organize it, but it's uh-huh. curated by uh, Redima and CERN. So CERN's one of the main curators of it, too. So that's going on uh, this weekend. Um, I'm working on another restaurant in about two weeks uh, on 7th Avenue, so I have some interiors coming up. Um, and in October, I'm going to be painting a pretty massive mural for the Five Borough Justice Project. Wow, where? So, uh, bedside. Uh, wait, I- I'm going to hold off on that. We are still scouting for official walls. The one that I'm pretty sure we have locked in is going to be in bedside, but I don't want to give a full concept. Understood. But the project's going to happen. It's just finding... Watch this okay. space. Yes, the Five Row Justice Project. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. And, of course, this incredible of project. Of course. Yeah. Well, start bringing yeah. people here and giving them... You know, tours of the staircase and showing them. <laughs> I want to ask you about. I I think this was you, but I I heard a story about how there was so much secrecy around the stairwell exhibit, and you ran into another artist. Yep. And you and you know you were keeping tight lipped, and the other artist was keeping yep. tight lipped. And yep. did the other artist you tell you this story? That you were going to the same place. I think it was Marie. It was what? I think it was Marie who mentioned it. Um, yeah, I uh, I ran into another artist at Scrapyard uh, buying paint at the same time, and we were both waiting outside trying to get either an Uber or a taxi, going to the same place, and both of us were kind of like circling around each other like, <laughs> so where are you painting today? Oh, you know, nowhere. <laughs> and like both of us were kind of giving each other the side eye, like, <laughs> and then... We both figured out we were going to the same place in Charity Cat. That's, that's so wild. So, yeah. All right, Danielle, you are always welcome. Come in and sit with us anytime you, you see guys. us. Uh, but you'll have to remind uh, our listeners where to find you online so they can buy your beautiful work. Your hashtags. Oh, I couldn't hear you for a second. Uh, on Instagram, I'm at DanielleBKNYC. My website is DanielleMastrion.com. And on Facebook, it's Danielle Mastrion Art. Thank you very much. Thank you so you. much, guys. I Congratulations. Yes. Thank you, guys. See you soon. I hope your commute okay, home is better than, than the great right here. <laughs> Good luck. All right, bye, guys. Bye.